Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tomorrow Will Be Great. I am Elise. And I'm Julia. And we're podcasting again. We have some time, because I don't know if you know, but it's summer slump. We have some time to just catch up around things. It's funny, June is one of those months that sometimes it's either really busy or it can be really slow and it kind of goes back and forth quickly. May for us this time was super busy in person in the shop and then June has slowed down a little bit more. Though I would like to note it is the second to last day of June. You're right, we are are pretty much July at this point. Yeah, and we're starting our sale in July, join our mailing list. Um, We are starting with a private sale, so if you subscribe to our mailing list, which will pop up as a lovely circle on our website or at the bottom of the webpage, you can sign up there. And you will get an email when the private sale goes live. Yeah, we were trying to be a bit more savvy about these kinds of things and trying out some new ideas like the idea of a private sale. We're just testing out some new things around the shop. I don't think we've podcasted since like December. And we had the last one was also a brief catch up episode, which is kind of will be. This is also a little catch up episode. Did I just say that? You may (laughs) have. That's okay. (laughs) It'll be interesting because, you know, it's summer and summer, as most small business people know, is a bit slower because especially around here, everyone's going down the shore. I love the Jersey Shore. My only sad thing I'd like to report is no dogs are allowed on the boardwalk. Which to me, I'm like dog and boardwalk. I totally get why that's not a thing. But to me, it would pair two of my favorite things. Dog plus boardwalk plus garlic knots plus like outside water activity. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, I think dog plus seagull plus french fries <laughs> equal more problems. But um, <laughs> I mean, there is also a dog beach, which is really fun. We, we took a company day last year. And we also took some really cool photos. So... It was fun. We got to meet some cool dogs. Mm -hmm. The dog loved it. So we've just, you know, found some time. We figured that we'd start up again. And not that I'm anticipating a slow next like two months, but I feel like we're right now between things arriving for fall, winter and between ordering for spring, summer of 23. Which we'll talk about in a moment. Yes, which I always have to remember is 23 because we're already ordering for next year. If you have any ideas for podcast episodes, please let us know. We have a small list, but we'd love to hear what you guys want to hear us talk about or anyone you want us to interview. Um, or if you feel like you want to be interviewed, that'd be fun too. Uh, please let us know if you have any ideas. You can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at ren, R-E-N-N-E-S, dot U-S. And remember, it's dot U-S. Do not send it to dot com. I don't know where that goes. And you don't get a bounce back email. And then please don't yell at me if I don't get your email that says dot com. Because believe it or not, this happens. People get very angry when yeah. they email us and it goes to dot com. And they're like, I emailed you a month ago. And I'm like, we, we didn't, didn't get, get it. it. We yeah. never claimed we were dot com. No, we would love the dot com, but unfortunately a squatter is on it and they want 30K to sell the domain yeah that that's just not a worth it investment to me no you could have so many pretty dresses for 30k <laughs> so you know we'll choose our battles i do other wish days. though when we were first deciding it, a lot of the website abbreviations weren't available yeah. at the time and i could have gotten dot co at the time and i wish i had gotten that but my you husband buy them all my husband talked me out of it at the time because he, 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 he thought that that sounded like oh people are just going to get confused that it's not a dot com, com which i get but i kind of don't like the dot us Could but you know ren dot studio yeah. Did you know that um, Squarespace even has the ending dot horse? I think I've so heard that you read dot horse. That's on one of. It's probably because of the podcast. There's a great podcast called Oh No, Ross and Carrie, and Carrie her website's 
like carry poppy dot horse or something and i think it's hilarious so we could just be ren dot horse which would be even more confusing to people or ren dot world mm -hmm. so let's see what else has been new around the shop lately um we have a brand new whiteboard it's huge I, we have a lot of different things on it it's like a three by five whiteboard and we, we thought it would take us forever to fill it and it's and already we had full. had a much smaller one and we realized we had more on our whiteboard than we had thought we also have official officey office chairs that are like squishy office oh, max black rolly chairs they are amazing are like foam and they're so comfortable we look very officey you know form over function no wait no we're going with function over form because we had these more chic looking our, our desks are all bar heights so we had these bar stools and then as soon as we ordered the first one of these desk chairs we were like, oh my God, I've wasted the last two years of my life sitting on this uncomfortable, too small bar stool. That was cute. So now we've got some nice, big, ugly, but so comfortable chair. So I recommend just get the ugly office chair. We've been getting a lot of homeware in, oh, yeah. a lot of glassware, ceramics. So we have more, we're running out of places to put things that yes. are tabletop like items that are a little more fragile. Not stopping us from ordering it. Yep, we're still going for it. We have more orders coming in that are uh, home goods related. August, September, we're getting a lot of really exciting new home goods. Well, right we have before. jewelry. It's really pretty. You should check yeah. it out. Because right now we just have a little bit of it. So that's um, something else we're looking to do. More pretty jewelry. We love that it's all like this beautiful kind of old world looking jewelry. Something that looks like you'd find it in the Met, which is our vibe for jewelry. Um, so if you make ye olde inspired <laughs> jewelry, send us an email. Something that I didn't really think about when we ordered all these ceramics and glassware is that there's so many more boxes because each piece comes packed in a box. And so we have boxes full of boxes. But we have to unpack those boxes first to make sure nothing's broken when we get it. So we unpack the box boxes thing and then we the have boxes. to rebox it. So then we're like, do we save all the boxes that were specifically for this sized item? The answer and is now yes. there's just piles of boxes in places. Yeah, so I don't know if anyone has any recommendations. They're not really easily like broken down to store them flat. And we also don't have direct basement access. We yeah. have to go through the apartment building that's above us to get down into the basement, which when you're schlepping this kind of stuff is a little really annoying. Really hard to do. Essentially, we're running out of room and yeah. we need more places to put things. So this is a thing that is on our mind. World domination. <laughs> Just kidding, kind of. Just, Just a little bit. It's a, li a little joke. Things are going well. We We're order so new postcards. They're super cute. Yeah. Buy we something, we'll send you one. We are constantly, when we're ordering now, we're constantly looking at past sale data to see what you guys who are shopping with us, what, what we're we are selling. selling. And something that we are finally coming to terms with is that no one wants white or see-through pants. I think you just proved your own point when you call them see-through pants. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and white jackets or cream jackets, unless there's a pattern on said jacket. There's just things we're coming to terms with that even though they are lovely when we see them in person or online sheets to order them, no yeah. one's buying those things. So if you want to buy these things, please buy them because we will stop ordering them yeah. soon. So speak now or forever hold your peace. Yeah, it's... We're trying to, I think, be a bit more analytical and less, I don't know, but I feel like it's like of two minds. It's kind of like still go with your heart and be like, I feel strongly about this, but also be like, but before you go all in, like, do you want to double check the information we have? Because then we'll end up with a million pairs of white pants that no one wants. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe we could tie dye them. Uh, like just up for debate this week was, can we sell orange? Like a pretty, yeah, not like bright. highlighter orange, but mm -hmm. like, like no, a true orange. A true orange. And we've not, we've gotten like red, orange, like tangerine -y, more on the yeah. red side. 
And now we're like, orange, can we sell orange? So we are taking the risk. We are buying an orange dress. Julia's team orange. I'm team apprehensive. And I would love nothing more in this world than to eat my words and have everyone buy this orange dress. I just don't know if I myself would wear bright orange. But I wear bright red with abandon. So I'm not sure why orange feels so much Different. different. But it's also, I think we talk a lot about that, like, we like these some more i don't want to say avant-garde because this orange dress i wouldn't call well it's a little mm-hmm. eh, well it's unclear but mm-hmm. i don't know we'd like to order more out of our comfort zone but mm-hmm. it's always the risk that no one's gonna buy it then and they just kind of like to see it languish and then they go buy a button-up shirt mm-hmm. but yeah you gotta keep things because i feel like if we just only ordered what people were mainly buying is we just end up with the world's most boring store and then mm-hmm. no one would buy from us so mm-hmm. i think that's something that i've but trying to come to terms with more recently because I think because of COVID and stuff, I was going really hard, like only buy safe things, only buy things that we know we can sell. And I think three or four months ago, I had an internal reckoning with myself being like, no, we still have to have some of those weirder reach pieces because otherwise we basically become irrelevant and boring and no one's gonna be like oh i love ren they got really cool style we'll be like oh i mean i guess if you want a button up and trousers you can go to ren but you know we want to be cool we want to be young we want to be fresh (laughs) so that's what we're trying to do stay cool young and fresh and take some more stuff because i also feel like i felt that way about styling for a while too like just be very safe but now i think we're trying to also kind of not push it very far but kind of be a bit more go with your heart. Be like, this is a really cool look. Like, could you actually wear it? Maybe not, but it looks really cool in pictures. And that is what fashion is. It's aspirational. It's inspirational. And so I think we're trying to keep things aspirational and inspirational. We've also learned a lot about shoes, about how everyone's Everyone is a size 39. Batch. And how everyone's like fit preferences are totally different. Yeah. Like Julie likes to wear her shoes bigger. I already have big feet, so I don't have that many options. <laughs> we find comfortable or uncomfortable, or a model find comfortable or uncomfortable. Fits everyone different. And so some shoes that Julia may not want to wear, we've had customers come back to buy a second pair of that shoe. So I think we've just learned that uh, specifically with feet, everyone's preferences are totally different. And you can't assume that just because you don't care for the fit of the shoe, they won't care for the fit of the shoe. I mean, because we we've pretty much only carried a couple shoe brands and i think we're kind of expanding that a little bit to try new things but we also found that if we ever carried expensive shoes we were having a hard time selling them like they have to be under i'd say 250 under 300 dollars you know we're learning we're always learning we're always taking note yeah i mean also i think with shoes it's just so risky like i really like guidi shoes i find them really comfortable i I don't know like if you ordered a foot like let's say we ordered 36 through 42 Uh uh-huh it's just so much money to put in so many different size variables and chances yeah. are you're only going to sell like three of those and they could be really random yeah and then i don't know it just seems like much more of a gamble than clothing sizes which are often overall just three and you can also as we always try and explain to people is if you want the fit to be different you can change the size you're buying to determine the fit whereas with shoes like you can't be like oh i think i want like an oversized shoe like that's not a thing you can't just <laughs> order shoes that are bigger because you want your feet to look... I mean, you can't. Unless you're going for the clown look. The clown look. But it's like, you know, if you're a size medium and it's an oversized piece, you can size down for a more fitted look or you can size up for a more oversized look, but that's not something you can do with shoes. You also can't take shoes to a tailor to have them, like, (laughs) take out some waist space. 
So it's a lot more, I mean, I guess you could put an insole. Yes, that is your one. But that's not helping that much, I don't think. I know Fight does that. I hope I'm oh, saying yeah. their name right. They include these cork insoles, but they're not very soft. I don't mm. know. I've tried their shoes, but I have trouble with some of them. There was one I thought was going to work, and I went back to buy it, and it was gone. I had tried it on in person, but... But again, as we said, some people might think that Fight shoes are the most comfortable shoes in the entire world. I think Elise and I both have a lot of feet. Yeah, that are not met by many oh, shoes. Weird. We both have Birkenstocks on yeah. there, so. I don't know. It's just one of those things that, again, like home goods and like jewelry, it's these things I think we're kind of experimenting a bit more with. And so we're learning because it's just a whole new way of thinking. And learning things like for shipping jewelry, there's all these different rules. Sorry, all of a sudden I just remembered. So, okay, our one of our favorite Instagram accounts is called Small Biz Memes. Oh, yes. And one of my favorite little memes they shared a long time ago was someone ordered jewelry from the UK and instead they were sent salad cream. Oh yeah. So, so I think like customs like somehow unpacked it and put one thing in the other and yep. I just think that's so funny so when Elise mentioned like you know things to happen in yeah. transit because one time we we've have had people whose boxes have been opened and one thing was removed or one thing was damaged so things do happen. Or where they just the, got an empty bag with like cars. Yeah one time someone just got an empty Tyvek envelope. But it, but it had the cards and the wrapping for the tank top that was supposed to be in it, but no tank top. And so before this lady, because we asked her to send a picture so we could have an insurance claim, before she did that, I spent like two days being like, how could I have packed this tiny envelope without a tank top? I was like trying to figure it out. And then we were looking all over the store to see if like, did I actually just send her an empty envelope? But then as soon as I saw like the packing, like the wrapping for the tank top, I was like, okay, I didn't just wrap an empty envelope, put a bow on it and put it in a thing and mail it to her. It's just one of those things that, you know, you know it's, it's something that's actually not happened that many. We haven't had very many insurance claims. No, we did go through a short period, I'd say about a year ago, where we were getting a couple insurance claims a month. Stuff going missing mostly. Yeah. Glad that's over. Yeah, we've had a lot of things, but luckily, knock on wood, we haven't had a lot of those mm -hmm. lately at all. I'm gonna talk about chargebacks for a minute. So a chargeback is essentially for multiple different reasons. You call your credit card company and you say, hey, there's a problem with this one specific transaction. Either I didn't get it, I didn't order it, it arrived broken and I tried to talk to the shipper about it and they're not solving the problem. There's so many different reasons one could open a chargeback. Legitimately. Legitimately. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also things called fraud, for instance, <laughs> where you do it with bad intentions and you open it and you essentially, usually what a fraud charge would be either is the credit card information was stolen, the person who purchased didn't actually buy it with their credit card. And, they and then you'll see a charge that you don't, you're not familiar, familiar with. with. And someone will go and they'll open a car, a charge back, which for us has happened both because they literally didn't recognize it, but it was legitimate. And they were like, oh crap, my partner opened this charge. Yeah. They didn't know I ordered something from you. And then it resolves itself and it's fine. But then we have the lovely case of fraud where people do it intentionally and they go and open up a charge back. And what happens on our end is, let's say... Let's call her Jane. Let's say Jane decides to commit fraud. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't realize it until later that she wants to do it, but she'll she'll use her credit card. She goes online, she orders, let's say she's gonna order a barrette. Let's keep it simple. Mm -hmm. She goes online and she orders a barrette from us. We send her the barrette, she gets the barrette. A few weeks to like a month or two might pass and she goes online or she calls her credit card company and says, hey, I never got this. Or, hey, I didn't order this. and she did get it and she did order it and so the credit card company by default 
will believe her. Refund her. And then what happens is usually about a week or two weeks pass, and then what happens is our website, Shopify, that it's hosted on, gets in touch with us and says, hey, you have a chargeback. This customer is saying you have a chargeback because X. And so we'll get a chargeback. We just had a what I believe to be a fraudulent one recently. Well, you know, um, it, it it takes three months to solve chargeback. So anyway, you have no control over this. They essentially debit the money out of your account plus a fee, plus a fifteen dollar fee, and then you essentially have to wait for three months while the great credit card gods hold court. <laughs> and you have pretty much no say in the matter. You can tell your side of the story. You can send documentation that they ordered it and blah, blah, blah. And it was delivered. And it was delivered. But I've had maybe five or six chargeback, which actually is not a lot throughout the business. And I've won every single one. I'd say most of those except two were because the charge wasn't recognized and mm-hmm. the spouse opened a chargeback and didn't recognize it. And that's the easiest to resolve. But I've had two that are weird and you try to get in touch with them and they're like, it just, you can tell it's Fraudy. We've had one, one, the two ones that I think are fraud are someone who said, I never ordered this. And I'm like, you ordered it. In fact, you, you picked the express mail sh- overnight <laughs> shipping for a hundred dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, they really wanted it. And then the one we're doing now, in my opinion, is along that line. So no one ever wants to wake up to a chargeback email mm-hmm. in the morning. But that, that's a fun thing that happened recently. It's just, it's just an interesting thing to think about because who's right, who's wrong. This is part of the reason why we insure everything because mm-hmm. we want it to be as easy for the customer if there's a problem with their order, if it goes missing, that we can open an insurance claim. Because yeah. mo- I've never been denied an insurance claim before as long as the customer fills out all the information and send photos, everything goes well. Yeah, I was about to say that, again, not to jinx it, but we've used ShipSurance, which is Shopify's, I don't think it's theirs, but it's no. the, the insurance that they're partnered with. And they, they tend to be quite lovely and easy to work with. So I think that about wraps up our catch up. Julia just had a wonderful idea that we're gonna share two to three of our new favorite things that we've recently discovered or re-fell in love with. So I don't know if you wanna start. Sure, I will because it's kind of funny. <laughs> As anyone would, all of a sudden they'll be reminded of the music of their youth. And all of a sudden the other day on YouTube, um, a Savage Garden song came on. I don't know what that is. Oh my gosh, you don't know? I guess it what? It, it's that song to the moon and back. No, no. Uh, okay, I'll have to play it for you later. Any, some people might know what I'm talking about. There was this two guys from Australia. I was not really into them, but I did have their first CD, and I was playing some songs on it last night, and it was really entertaining. And Jesse's like, "How did you listen to this crap? It's a little emo." And I'm like, "I know it's a little emo, but it's like a little catchy, catchy emo." But I wouldn't say I'm a Savage Garden fan or anything like that. But th- when you said rediscovered, I was like, yeah. "Oh, I rediscovered that last night." I will say in the vein of music that last month, this past month, sometime, my family, we went to see Haim, who is one of my favorite bands who I saw on their very first tour in 2008 or 9. I just remembered how much I love live music because I haven't seen live music since the start of COVID and how much I love concerts. I want to try and do more live music. One of my favorite discoveries lately is finding music through YouTube that I never would have found otherwise. My favorite current channel that I found, and I don't remember how I found it, is a channel called Ultra Disco Panorama, and that's disco spelled with a K. We can link it in the description. Mm -hmm. And it just has a lot of minimal synthwave disco music, which apparently is my favorite kind of music, as I've realized in my 30s. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, Much to the upsetness of everyone around me putting (laughs) things on repeat. 
and there's really good songs on here and they have i think four different i don't know what do you call them lists or playlists playlists and i just find it's a really interesting playlist i have no idea what any of it is and i just love it is this the international yes or is that a different one my next thing that i discovered is that I am now an adult and I can take a continuing education art course because <laughs> I went to art school and I haven't done art since graduating like four years ago, which is quite alarming. So I'm just signed up for a online acrylic painting class and I'm really excited to start making art again because again, I haven't really done any serious art-ing <laughs> since I graduated college. See, I was just thinking. Uh, lately, I've been really into illustration work on clothing, and there's this person. I don't know. I think her name is Axel, and she does these really beautiful. She, I think she buys seconds of sweatshirts and sweatpants and pants, and she. I don't know if she's using a sharpie, but she does these really cool drawings on sweatshirts, and each one is special and unique and different. And I just really like the graphics. I think they're really cool. Yeah. So I'll link that in the description so you can find it. My last thing is going to be, it's gonna sound really weird, but I love going through my Instagram saved folders because I have a whole bunch of different folders I have called like to wear, art, home, light and shadow. And there's like my favorite photos. And I find it very inspirational to go through these old photos. You're kind of treating it like Pinterest then, yeah. in a way. Cause like in my home folder, I have 7,570 posts. In my like clothing inspiration, 8,505. So like tons of these photos and I find it, I am ever bored at night or something and I'm just listening to a podcast. Sometimes I'll just pull up my mm. saved folder and just kind of scroll through. Cause yeah, it's like Pinterest. You get a cup of tea. And so that's just something that I feel like is fun and inspirational. And I guess it's kind of the same as like doing that on your Pinterest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I do that on my Pinterest sometimes if just I'm kind of like in, seeing, the, in the mood for that. Yeah, just seeing like what was inspiring and then it, you know, it's good to always then feel like, ah, oh, I did something. Do you have a meme joke folder? I don't. You should I start should. one because I, I feel like you find I a lot of funny things. I screenshot them though. Oh, I do too. I screenshot them and I print them out. Like things like that. Things that bring you joy. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the catch up. The rambling. Not to be confused with the mustard. <laughs> and again, if you have any ideas for episodes you want to hear or any topics you want us to cover or anyone you want to be interviewed or if you want to be interviewed or just if you want to say hi because we like it when people say hi that's a reference to another podcast i think i've done that before you can email us at info at r-e-n-n-e-s dot u-s and uh let us know and uh, we hope you guys have a lovely summer and we hope we will be back shortly Bye. bye